This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. So the movie we're going to be talking about today is 21 Bridges, starring Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman. This is his first movie since all the Marvel movies. What would you get from this movie? Get that man a shield. <laughs> I miss the accent. I miss the accent in this one. He he played it he played it so well. I was like, ah, oh, he's not Black Panther, but it's fine. Um, oh yeah. I it was good. I think he definitely. I, even though he didn't say you know get the shield or Wakanda forever, I feel like when he said close the bridges, he was like, <laughs> that was fine. He was <laughs> trying he's to do supposed to be Black thing. Panther. Close all the bridges, like. <laughs> I think first of all that would never happen. Um. <laughs> no, not coming Who from a detective. A detective? Excuse me? I am the FBI. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> First of all, you look basically voice me talking to me over here. Okay. What do you mean? Anyway, I'm a Black Panther. I am the FBI. Don't, don't, they should have Sam Jackson in this oh. as the FBI chief. <laughs> he, he should have played as uh, the guy that J.K. Simmons played. I would have loved a training day. I feel like training day. Oh my gosh. What? Oh, they should have had Denzel play him. Uh, and this would be a secretly a sequel. No, he died though. That's right. He died in training day. Oh, yeah. well, but it would be the same character. <laughs> it can be the same type of character, with just different person. <laughs> exactly. That would have been great. JK was a little too calm. Um, he got found out, but it was it was a good movie. It was it was a fun watch. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and read out the premise of the movie. So after yeah. uncovering a massive conspiracy, an embattled NYPD detective joins a citywide manhunt for two young cop killers. As the night unfolds, he soon becomes unsure of who to pursue and who's in pursuit of him. So I really like the cat and mouse chase throughout yeah. the whole movie um there, there's really a mystery on who's really the bad person in this uh chadwick bozeman i think his name is andre in the movie but i think so he's a detective that lost his father at a young age and it's kind of followed him all the, all the way throughout his career um seems like he doesn't have any other family like no no wife or nothing yeah just his mom yeah because he works I forgot too about much. That. He's the hardened cop who works too much, who only has his mother. Yeah, but um, he also has like a, what is it? A tr- trigger finger, a, a quick mm-hmm. quick finger, quick trigger. Yeah. And he's killed, I think, nine people, something like that. Right. And he's had that that name on his head for a while. People think of him as somebody that will shoot first without asking questions. But he's really not like that, as you can see throughout the movie. Um, he's trying to uncover the truth of why these guys, the, these two young men, 
were trying to steal from uh was that a bar right they were trying to they broke into this um it's really a front for a, for drug money and laundering i believe um and there's this back freezer with 300 what kilos of cocaine powder yeah and the two robbers they weren't prepared to take that much so right. they kill the person who's trying to guard those kilos and take whatever they can right but it feels weird from the beginning because the guy who's protecting it only has a knife like it's it's like this is way too easy to have all this stuff and it's because it was a front which we find out later on yeah that's that's really skipping ahead i mean there's a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> there, there's a lot that happens in between because the two the two robbers they they know that the city is after them like they can't stick around so they try to uncover the truth themselves because they can't carry the amount of kilos that were in the vault of that of the bar that they were trying to rob because they were hired to do this job so they try to go back to the people that hired them and tell them that was way too much you set us up uh what was this really meant for and they try to trying to think it's been a while it's been actually about three weeks since i've seen this um three weeks since you seen it it's well you you're getting the story pretty right um yeah I mean, I watched this through a cloudy bootleg, but you got it too, bro. Um, <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, they try to now escape uh, New York without a trace and get to, was it like Cuba or something? They really just try to leave the country right. and get new names and faces and everything. Right. But first, they have to get the money from the kilos so they can escape. So right. the guys who hired them, he kind of sends them on a chase to find some other weird guy that can get IDs and yeah. a lot get of running them to where thing. they are. Yeah, a lot of running. Um, it's, <laughs> I actually like the, the action. They, they have some pretty good action. They, they had some good action. It definitely felt like this was like almost in real time majority of the movie um you know all happening at it at once along continuous scenes um it, it, to me I, I i will say as we're as we're summarizing it it didn't feel very original a lot of the, they just squished together a lot of different cop movies tropes um and they and it gets i whenever they get to the point where they find the guy who makes the passports, who also happens to have a flash drive, which they discover. Um, it feels like this is very convenient. This is a lot happening at once. Um, I, I don't disagree so, with that. Yeah, yeah. So um, Apparently the guy... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that I, I think they meant for it to be like that. It, it, kind of like a throwback to the, the cop thrillers and cop movies of 70s, 80s, and 90s. From what I heard from Chadwick Boseman. Okay. okay. I, I'll accept that excuse. That's fine. I'm not sure if it's really an excuse, but I'm just saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's what they what they were doing. They were an homage, right? I feel like, I feel like because of Chad, <laughs> this is bad, but because of Chadwick's age, like, you would have thought he would have done those movies back in the day, but he only recently got big, so he's, like, back and getting those films in. 
the biopics, the <laughs> the cop film, right? He's trying he's trying to do the Will Smith route, um, but he's kind of late to the game, so he has to go back and do it. Uh, a lot of these action scenes, I feel like you can definitely tell Chadwick's a little older, because um, I mean he's not he he's not the quickest person. Um, he doesn't seem slow. <laughs> he's not slow. But he's not. He's not. His character doesn't need to be fast. <laughs> he he kind of does because he's chasing those guys. He he is, but he's doing it very artfully. I mean, there's. It, I don't think there's any hand to hand combat for him in this one, is it? No, that's no, not, not really. Conversation. He, yeah, conversation. He's really just trying to find out the truth because he's right. really skeptical of his own. Um, co-workers and right. people that he just met, the FBI agents. He feels right. he feels like somebody has been set up, including the robbers. But yeah, he he does a lot, kind of a lot, a lot of running, um, hiding behind corners with a gun really close to his chest, just right. trying to talk the guys down off the uh, the ledge. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I was trying to figure out what the mystery was throughout the whole movie. I mean, you already knew that something was off. The the movie was already telling you that. And and you find out once he retrieves his flash drive um, from the guy who makes passports. And once we got to that point, I was like, okay, this needs to end because we know we know what's up. The audience is caught up now. We know what's going on. Let's wrap this whole thing up. Um, and it <laughs> felt like they were having a hard time doing that because that's the only part of that's the only scene where it's like. And the next day or a few days later, when he goes and visits um, the chief of police's house, because um, how do you? Because they really don't have to tie that end up the same night, I guess. And also, does, is he not fearing for his life? I mean, the Chadwick Boseman's character, Andre. I mean, because if the entire police force is on this, they're just gonna get you. Like, I don't. He made it out, but I didn't understand how. Uh, I guess he retired after that because no one's gonna trust you now. You can't work in this town again. No. He he just basically uncovered all the dirty stuff for the NYPD. The in the largest police force, I mean, the NYPD, everybody in the <laughs> NYPD, one detective uncovered it all. Does that mean the guy who shot the cops gets off a little bit because he gave him the flash shot but then like what happened with that? I would like to know. Um, well, they they all died. <laughs> the robbers. Are both of them not? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so the the white guy. Um, oh, that's get, right. His, that's right. Let me I get his now. character's name. Uh, Taylor Kish. Right. Yeah, he died. Right. Um, just trying to. I knew he was dead. I'm trying to trying think. To run. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to run. They shot him. But then the other guy. Uh, it was the crooked lady cop who shot him. Yeah, shot Stephen James. Yes. Yeah, he. Chadwick Boseman, he's trying to get information out of him. He's trying to kind of talk him off the ledge. Like, you can trust me. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me what you know. But then the lady cop, like you were saying, she shot him. She's been traveling with Chadwick Boseman this whole time, trying to right. help him. She's really trying to say, oh, I got a child to get back to. Um, I don't need you to be a quick trigger. I-, I need you to have your head on straight. But she's the one who actually ends up being one of the bad people. Right. Well, I, I forgot the reason why. Did she just 
want to be bad or they were all in it for the her? money. Okay. Okay. Because I think that's what that's what J.K. Simmons' character at the end was kind of wrapping up. He's like, we didn't start this to to spread drugs. We understand you don't like drugs because what happened to your dad when he was an officer. We just needed the money. It's for good cops to have families. He was giving that pitch. So they were just all in it for the money. Yeah, they they were all in, in it for the money because he felt like he had served the country. Um, people already hate cops. Uh, there's right. no other way to get money. Um, they're, they're not making enough money to just have a regular life. We need extra right. money. So he and has just, a- just whining and complaining. I mean, get another job. Right, really though. <laughs> But uh, he he had a turkey neck. Like, <laughs> wow. He looked like That's what you got from this. <laughs> wow. I also realized I don't really care for him outside of Spider Man. See, I was you know I was I was watching some clips about Spider Man Homecoming or, or Far From Home today, and you're talking about J.K. Simmons playing that role. I don't think it was necessary. Obviously, it made the movie for you. Um, but what you just said, is he really that great? <laughs> he plays the character great. That that one How? character. I'm- he plays himself <laughs> as that character. You see what I'm saying? So is he a great actor? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I, I don't watch a lot of his movies, so I can't really tell. Because he doesn't he doesn't have his movies because he's not he's never the he's never the star. Okay, no, he, his name he's always he's the asterisk at the end of the sentence and J.K. Simmons. He's been around forever and you know him, you know his face, you know his voice. He's replaying himself in this one. Get ready. <laughs> right. He's not a Tom Hanks or, or you know, he's not a versatile actor. Well, I mean he He's J. Jonah Jameson, 24-7. <laughs> I guess so. I, I'm not going to fight you on that one. He, he looked <laughs> like Rufus from Kim Possible. Because <laughs> it's, it's probably because he shaved so much and he's bald in this one. He's, yeah, he's you know. bald and, you know, that little whatever that is under his neck just wobbling around. <laughs> <laughs> he's looked old for a long time. But he's good. It's catching up with him. Now he is old. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I guess he, he should just stay as uh, J. Jonah Jameson because I really don't care for him outside of that. That role is not gonna pay the bill. He's not he's, gonna have a major role. But he does a lot of side things. He's he's almost now. You're probably going to disagree. You know how he's, he's getting almost money. like Samuel Jackson. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a lot of bad. side characters. You might as well. No, 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 Samuel Jackson was the star in multiple films before he became the side character that sells a movie. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that he's Marvel. You know, yeah, Pulp Fiction. You got Coming to America, his first side character gig, I guess. Um, I mean, that was a cameo. The Sam, it was actually his first motion picture, I believe. Um, but no, they're well, not. I, the same. I'm just saying that he just plays a lot of side characters. That's all I'm trying to say. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to disrespect Samuel Jackson. Exactly. Give me one quotable line from J.K. Simmons. Get that Spider-Man. Exactly. Spider-Man. That is (laughs) it. Okay. You get you get Samuel Jackson in here. You could have people from every generation since the 80s. They'll give you a different quote, and you know exactly who it is. It's Samuel Jackson. I will say J.K. has the um, farmers commercials now. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. He's in those. Nobody cares for those. <laughs> That's his most popular work. <laughs> I, I guess. We, as far as a commercial? I, I'm just saying, he's not... A, I, I don't think he's as recognizable as Samuel Jackson to the majority of people. Um, I, I think his voice is really recognizable. You, you his, know whenever he's talking. You, you you know his voice, but he also sounds like a video game character. Always the same voice. You've played a game 20 times, and it's the same, it's the same guy. <laughs> Get that Spider-Man. I, I guess. I, I really don't care. I mean, Just Samuel say as Jackson Jane, in Jameson. Captain Marvel had references to other Samuel L. Jackson movies. I mean, it's just... I mean, the, 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 the lore is there, but we're getting off topic. J.K. Simmons is in this. He's, he's all right. J.K. Simmons, I will say, probably the most diverse I've seen J.K. Simmons in this film. He's not yelling at some points. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's, he's actually pretty nice. Yeah, he, he's pretty calm throughout the whole movie, except right. the end. Where and he's, he's, he's a shot. centerpiece of the story. That's not revealed to the end, but he's a centerpiece of the story. He's an undercover centerpiece because yeah. he shows up here and there. He he's like okay, um, like he's talking to Chadwick Boseman, right? Kind of giving him some encouragement. Yeah, yeah these guys that they killed, they were good guys, good cops. Um, I want you to find who who did this. Uh, right. I trust you and all that stuff. Like he's calm throughout the whole movie. Right. You know, one of the best parts of the film. Uh, now, J.K. was involved in this afterwards, but when the, that random black officer shot the guy in the strip club, who was not involved at all, he killed him, and Chadwick came in there and knocked him out and said, "What the hell are you doing?" Like that was that was a good that was I like that scene. That doesn't happen in movies a lot. Like you shoot the wrong guy, and we're gonna talk about it. You're gonna sit in this, and you're gonna know you messed up in front of everybody. Right? That was a good scene. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that thing. Their brother's been shot. You know, it's going to happen. No, no, no. You shot the wrong guy (laughs) on purpose. (laughs) But was he a part of the scandal, though? Those two guys? No, I think they were just mad because cops has died and they wanted to find the guy who killed the cops. So they just shot some innocent person. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But they they saved him for it, which I thought was a pretty fun scene. Yeah, uh... He he got on Chadwick Boseman, but I, I feel like this this is a pretty good watch. Um, I would definitely watch it again. Um, I would tell other people to go and watch it. It was I watch it when it, it was comes really thrilling. TNT as a rerun. You're not really gonna watch it on TNT. <laughs> that background noise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cleaning the house. <laughs> And they and and Bad Boys Three just came out, and they're doing a uh, cop marathon 
<laughs> night. You know, speaking of that, and Twenty One um, Bridges is on the list. Speaking of Bad Boys Three, I feel like it'll be the same type of movie except with more jokes. Oh yeah. And worse. And worse. <laughs> Martin Lawrence yes. is in this, so maybe. <laughs> it, it'll it'll be worse. It might be. Um, but let's go ahead and wrap this up with a rating. So yeah. it goes: the lowest is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate this movie? I'll rate it as a uh, as a mid-level background noise. <sighs> Man. That's where it's at. You know, I can't say I'm I'm surprised. I, I can't say I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> it's, it's one of those in between movies. I feel like it is. Um, I'm not. They're so, not so, shooting for an Oscar here. No. Um, I think some people they they'll really like it. Um, just because it's Chadwick Boseman and he's the Black Panther, and some people like it because they feel like it's a really good story, a throwback. Then other yeah. people will, will just turn it off. Um, I'm one of the ones who. Who really liked it? I, I think this is a throwback. Um, I'm gonna rate okay. this as a low banger. This this is a low uh, banger for me. I'll I'll yeah I'll, I'll I won't I won't argue about that. Yeah. Um. This it has some really good action. Um. Some some of that Black Panther running, maybe not as fast, but um, <laughs> some, some pretty good action. They got the the thriller. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I was really trying to find out the mystery. You you knew that yeah. something was amiss. Right. Uh, but it's it was a really good movie for me. Okay. Anything else? No, I think that I think that does it. I think um, the entire premise of the film, closing the island that is Manhattan, is impossible. Um, I think only the president himself could probably make that call. Um, <laughs> but overall, it was it was a good movie. Chadwick did um, join that, of course. He is not just the Black Panther. Which is good for him because I know he's tired of it. Yeah, um, he—I mean—he's played in multiple movies before Black Panther. He—he's been other figures, other right. black historical figures. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I say give it a watch. I think, yeah, watch it for sure. Don't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna totally disagree. Um, if, if you're looking for <laughs> the Black Panther. You're not exactly going to get that, but it's it's a really good story. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about was the way he looked. He looked so skinny. I I was thinking it. I didn't say it, but a man's lost weight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm starting to think he was never, he never gained any weight, but that was actually all CGI, and it was added to him in Black Panther Um, because he's a skinny man. Yeah, he was super skinny in this movie. I mean, even the clothes were falling off of him. Right, and but, he was wearing like a slim suit. I mean, good for him. Staying healthy, probably vegan. Um, probably, but because he, he lost that face weight, you know. Oh yeah, he, his face was sunken in. He was in the sunken place. <laughs> Not but the sunken place. His body was in the sunken place. It was sinking yeah. in. But yeah. you said. You're convinced that he, like they put that weight on him with CGI, mm-hmm. but what about the shirtless, you know, waterfall fight? They can CGI is magical, especially at Disney. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell because he wasn't that small in that scene. 
I'm gonna say he he, he wasn't that big either. No, no, he I mean, wasn't really that big, but he was bigger than what he is yeah. now. And in, in twenty one yeah. bridges. Yeah, he's definitely bigger. Definitely bigger. Stop eating. In twenty one bridges, he like, uh, are you trying to copy Joaquin Phoenix from the Joker? That that's how skinny he looked. <laughs> No shirtless scenes in this one. No. Um, or we would have seen the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, man. Not that back. Yeah. Uh, dragon. Dragon back. <laughs> Diamond back. Dragon back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he needs to put back on that Black Panther weight. They, they need to go ahead and start preparing for that next Black Panther because he's got about Two and a half years now. Yeah, yeah, he, he can put it on. He can put it on. Oh yeah, he can easy um, with that amount of time. Right. But See. hopefully that we get some cameos in the upcoming TV shows on Disney I Plus. That's asking a lot. Uh, not really. What else is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's asking a lot of Disney, not of not of Chadwick. I'm sure he would jump on that. Um. But I think they know the star power they have, and they're not gonna like, they're not gonna waste any of their checks on the subscription service. They are going to save the, save the A team for uh, for the big screen. I mean, but you you have to, I guess, get that transition to the next A team. So why not? Because Black Panther, he was introduced with the original A team. And then now he True. got his own movie. So you do the same True. thing with the shows. You can, you can. Um, and we'll see if that works out. I'm not, I'm not confident. Not betting on it. Well, I mean, I, I hope they're pretty good. Uh, but we won't get a taste of the first one until later, 2020, right? Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Falcon and Winter Soldier, maybe a right. fall. I really, I want Wandavision. I'm ready for that one. Because I think if, if anyone crosses over, I could see Doctor Strange appearing in WandaVision. That's the only reason why you want to see it, is because of Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's the only no, reason. No, I think Wanda and um, and the Vision's relationship in the comics is very interesting, of how it breaks everything, how it changes the, the mutants around and gets rid of the X-Men, and then you get House of House of M, which is a really interesting storyline with Jean Grey. Um, so it it could be very interesting. But yes, I think it's possible that Doctor Strange might show up because his movie is going to be directly affected based on that show they said. Yeah, um, which is very interesting. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think that's is that 2021. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. If not okay. 22. No, Black Panther is 2022. I remember that one. That was in May. Mm. So you know the the May movie is always the centerpiece, the biggest movie for right. Marvel. Right. So I know you don't really care for this movie, but Black Widow is for 2020. Then I'm thinking Doctor Strange for 2021. Then Black Panther for 2022. You know they gotta let B team play sometimes and. I think we will see that in Black Widow. Because also, she has the same problem Dr. Strange has. Who wants a Black Widow toy? 
Nobody. I don't know. You should be playing with toys anyway. Forget it. You you shouldn't, but it makes a huge difference. The toy sales are a direct correlation to the movie prospects. And Doctor Strange had very had low toy sales because um, he's not he's just not a kid friendly hero. He's a he's a really abstract concept. Um, that kids aren't really are going to pick up on as easily as like Captain America or Iron Man. And Black Widow has this issue. I think it's exaggerated because you can't even make the toys interesting. At least you can put some like fireballs and and, and light up shields and doc, and nice. You can sell a little the capes for Doctor Strange. But what are you going to sell about Black Widow? You can't sell kids with leather suits um, or red wigs, maybe. But I, I, it's a hard sell. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like Doctor Strange he should sell more. I mean, he's dealing with magic, so he uh, should. But I, I remember it was I remember it was because the um, actor Benedict Cumberbatch was actually upset because his toys did not aren't selling the same way as the rest of the events, the pop, more popular. Well, the movie didn't make that high level type of money, so I, I guess there's a direct correlation there. I just and I don't see how Black Black Widow is going to relate to the kiddos. Um, you, you it, to me, it feels like a, a, an extended TV show special. Now, of course, there'll be more trailers, but I just feel like that. <laughs> okay, but um, I I feel like it'll be pretty interesting, and we're going to talk about more of those later on. Um, but we'll right. end it right here.